What if you could change your life by following your joy? What if this life is supposed to be easy and fun? What if you could have it all just by doing things that make you feel good? These are just some of the questions that we are asking and exploring on our manifestation journey. We are your hosts, Samantha and Michaela Pike. We are sisters and we live together with our husbands and children. We began our journey at the end of 2019 and have since massively up-leveled our lives. Our intention is to share with you what happens to us when we practice using Law of Attraction strategies. Guys, crazy shit happens. Listen in as we explore manifestation strategies, meditation, energy healing, business, parenting, money, life, and so much more. We are honest, we are real, and we are not afraid to share with you what doesn't work for us. But we are so excited to share with you what does. So much has happened over the last year that we now feel confident to share our knowledge with you to empower you on your journey. We started from square one, manifested more than we could have ever imagined, and we know there is still so much more to come. Learn and grow with us. We would be honored to have you on our manifestation journey. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back to our manifestation journey. I am Kayla. And I'm Sam. And we are very happy that you have decided to spend your time with us today. (laughs) Um, Thank you for sticking with us (laughs) because we have been on a, what, almost six Um, week? Is it? I think it's been six weeks. Wow. Since we last uploaded a podcast. Wow. Guys, (laughs) I don't even know how else is it like shit's gone down. Yeah. What's crazy ironic about all of this is the last podcast was like how self-care can like up-level your life. Radical self-care. Yeah. Can up-level your life. Mm -hmm. Can have some other effects too. (laughs) So, oh man, I don't even know where to start with this. I don't even know where to start because we uploaded the podcast right before we went to Bev's. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know. There's like so much. Okay. We should start with that. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is good. This is good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So it was a Thursday. I remember that. Yeah. And we were invited to go to Bev's house. Um, which is just up the road from us. Mm-hmm. But when you, like, literally, it's, like, not far at all, right? No. We drive there. And it's our in our COVID bubble as well. I feel yeah. like that's worth mentioning because we're all on this, like, one corner of the island, basically. Right. So it's this private road. Yeah. So we just go from our little house to little house. And... But even when you drive up there, it's... Like a whole different world. It feels just so that way. So weird because yeah. again, it's right next there. door. Yeah, next door to us is a completely different world. Mm. And so this day was planned for just the two of us and Bev. So the three of us. Yeah. And before we even, it was like <laughs> that move, that book, and now movie. Was it called The Shack? 
Yeah. Now, this is starting to ring some bells now. I'm feeling like, did we talk about this on the podcast or do we just tell somebody else about it? Uh, well, if you're telling me that we... I don't think that we said anything. But now that you're telling it, I'm like... You're having a deja vu I'm moment. having a moment that maybe we already talked about. It doesn't matter. We can talk about it again because it, it has a prominent part to the story. Yeah. So anyway. before we walk... So like the book the shack or the movie the shack Mm -hmm. i think that's what it's called Mm -hmm. um there's this you know this man basically goes on this soul journey because he's had something devastating happen to him and he comes across a shack and it's basically god is in the shack um it's a very like nurturing mother person Mm -hmm. that's there anyways so i'm like oh my gosh it's like we're we've just (laughs) discovered the shack like we're just about to step foot into something. Well, there, there was like a beautiful note on the door. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's that feeling that I got. So yeah. we walk up to the door and there's a handwritten note. I don't even remember what it said. I was just blown away by the fact that there was a note on the door, on the door for, us. for us. Yeah, I know there was a drawing on it. I yeah. can't remember what it was. Like I was just so like. <laughs> Like holy shit! This is bigger than this is we, something. Yeah. I didn't like. I didn't even read the note. You yeah. know, I was just like, "That's for us. We're about to walk into something." Yeah, something very thoughtful and very yeah. intentional. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah. So sure enough, you know, yeah. we open the door and it's like, there's the most like godlike person. Yeah welcoming us yeah right bev this divine goddess like if she's listening she's gonna be like whoa but like that's what it was like that's how it felt um you know welcoming us with open arms and this like abundant spread of food and i think champagne and candles were lit and music was playing playing. and it was just like holy and um holy yeah it was holy right and uh, I, we just, we had, there was this feeling like some, some shit is going to go down here. Like yeah. some, some, something's going to happen. This next level soul, spiritual yeah, shit is like going down. Yeah, like we are here to be witchy women. Yeah. We are here to express our full selves and yeah. to be completely unapologetic right for being ourselves it was just like a super safe space to connect with the divine feminine yes like it's like this space will foster that right tenfold and like that was our intention for the day but Mm -hmm. i didn't imagine it would be to this degree right it was just like oh yeah that would be so fun to hang out with bev for the day i know that our conversations are always really rich Mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to that but this was like almost like a ceremony it was. It was like a like a tribal ceremony for unapologetic women. Right. And so we... No boys allowed. No. That's for sure. And man, we made the most of the, our day and this, that time. Like... Well, we walked into the... Well, no, first... Yeah, we walked into the room that she had set up for us. Yeah, so she was like almost immediate tears right because yeah. you're just like wow like so much has gone into this yeah this is so amazing like holy crap right so this is just in the the kitchen so if you walk further into the house you go into the living room she's like come here come here i want to show you more things and the whole living room was just like 
you know, there was a blanket laid out with pillows for each of us. There was the center, center. um, There were stone, like crystals everywhere. There were books everywhere. There were candles. Um, candles and yeah. um, our witch's broom was there. Our, yeah, our witch's broom was there to From protect Salem. us. Yeah. Like all of just every everything that we have learned and gained was all present there. Like mm-hmm. everything, all of our tools were there. Yeah, right. And so, you know, that was like wow. Like this is you know so this is serious. This is so cool. <laughs> and then uh, we, um, she's like, okay, so months before this um it was, i think it was around christmas time she said that she wanted to christmas. get yeah wanted to get us um well, do you know what these are called are the kimonos uh they're yeah there's different names for them some of them are just like silk robes and then yeah like kimonos or whatever but they're they're handmade robes from um bali mm-hmm. yeah and they're warrior Divine or something? Divine Warrior. Divine Warrior. Yeah. I think is the name. Yeah. They're so amazing. They're these handmade silk. Hand painted. Hand painted yeah. silk robes um, that had finally come in. So part of this whole. And the robes are really special because they have giant angel wings mm. on the back of them. Mm-hmm. So that you feel very goddess-like when you're walking around because the robe flows behind you and it's got these angel wings. And when you sit on the floor your wings like kind of wrap around you or mm-hmm. on the floor like it's it's a very empower empowering powerful image to have mm-hmm. draped around your body mm-hmm. um so that was kind of part of the ceremony was like initiating us with our robes basically mm-hmm. yeah which it is was crazy it was just you know there is when i walked into i think i had an inkling of what was going to happen but i wasn't 100% aware and I was sort of in shock with all of it. Like you were instantly like, oh my God, like super kind of into it, like emotionally. And I think I was in shock with mm. it. And so she stopped me in the hallway and she looked into my eyes and she's like, I see you. And then I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I just bawled. And I just like hung my head and closed my eyes and started to cry. And she's like, uh, what did she say? She's like, look at me. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't oh, look man. directly into God's eyes right now. It's too mm. much. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we did our robe initiation and then we got right into it and we meditated for two straight hours. <laughs> and yeah. we got to talk about the, the Theo meditation because that was yes. insane. Yeah. So we had like... You know, I guess with the, our combined knowledge of everything that we have practiced up until this point, we each brought a lot to the table, right? Yeah. We each say, hey, I, have you heard of this meditation? Hey, have you done this, right? Yeah. yeah. So Bev says, hey, let's listen to Theo. So Theo is who taught Esther or slash Abraham. Right. So uh, Theo is very, like... I find that Esther and Abraham are a little more approachable mm-hmm. and like a little softer. Yeah. Theo is like super intense. Yeah. Um, but the same kind of experience is happening where this higher source is channeling through. Yeah, because of being our body. Right, because Esther channels as herself. Like she's just receiving messages and channels as herself. Like she's still Abraham, but she sounds like Esther. 
Right. Whereas Theo is a direct channel. Right. Like it's directly the energy of whoever's coming through, of Theo that's coming through this collective mm-hmm. souls. So it's like, it's a direct line. Whereas Abraham, it, it is, but it, not really. Like it's They're messages using... filtered through Esther. Right. Whereas this is like, you're actually talking to Theo themselves. Right. And so you see her body shift, her voice shifts, her eyes, everything. It's just like, whoa. Yeah, it's really weird. She's different. You can so, find if you're looking to like find more, you can Google her. Um, yeah. what's her name? Her, her name's Sheila. Sheila. Okay. Yeah. Um, is that how it was described to you? Like, what's happening with her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how someone explained it to me. Okay. Yeah, Bev, I think it explained it to me like that. Um, I can't remember. I think I can't remember her husband's name. Uh, but yeah, you can look them up on the Gaia Network too. There's like a bunch of mm-hmm. um, like interviews with her where she's Sheila and then she changes into Theo and you're like, Oh dear Lord. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Really and apparently Bev just told me this, that she up until very, she's been doing it for like 50 years. And up until recently she's had to lay down cause it's too much. Like it's too wow. overwhelming the energy. And then recently she's been able to sit up. So in the guy interviews, you can see her sit up. Um, but she has to stay sitting and, um, apparently even now she's a little bit more, um, used to it. Like the way she come, comes across, she's much more natural, um, than even when she was with Gaia, mm-hmm. but yeah, she's come a long way basically. But for the m- majority of her channeling, she's had to lie down, which is very interesting to me. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It's a lot of energy. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> So, uh, Bev had suggested we listen to a Theo meditation and it was about letting go. Oh yeah. Like cutting cords of past relationships that no longer serve us. Right. Um, so, you know, we all basically set an intention for the meditation. Which was long. It was like 40 minutes or something. Okay. So this is what's really interesting about these meditations is time changed. Totally. Time changed sped up yeah and slowed down <laughs> it definitely it was like, like we manipulated this is forever but timelines. also is it over already like right. that was the right. experience it was like a dream right where you're like man this dream is lasting a long time but then you wake up and you're like how long was that dream that was like five minutes or yeah. something right it, it was like that kind of experience mm-hmm. um and so i had recently started to sway when i meditated right. so my swaying you can only imagine yeah in this heightened energy was like super intense mm-hmm. i had like the strongest abs after that day like <laughs> it was just caught you know like my my center my core was just in this yeah this rotation vortex um guys I don't know how to explain this but I'm just gonna tell you like yeah just what we experienced what we experienced yeah it's like it's really hard to understand but so we were we were doing this meditation and (laughs) the atmosphere around us so like we're in a house we're in a house and we have windows on either side of us. So we can see, you know, we can see trees. We can see the world around us, basically. And I can see a window down further down the house. I 
don't know how we did this, but we created a vortex around us. Yeah, that's the best way of describing it. So there was like a twister happening around the room that we were in. Right. So like the wind changed, like the trees were were shaking. It was like really it was, dramatic. It was really dramatic. And yeah. we were silent, but we were also all recognizing... I was laying down facing away from you and Bev. So like I was aware that it was happening, but I wasn't paying attention to it. If you didn't have your eyes open, you could hear it. Right. You could hear the... Right. Like and the wind up. and the, it picked up and everything. Really like, you could hear this like... Yeah. This crazy windstorm mm-hmm. around us. Yeah. And as I look further down the house, it wasn't happening... Right. Like in the kitchen window. Right. Like 50 yards away. No. Less than. It was like cool as a cucumber over there and then just violent wind around us right um and i think bev and i kind of looked at each other because we were both sitting sitting up up. so we both looked at each other like something's happening whoa like that is crazy like that vortex is crazy yeah so then after that meditation i think we did like a kind of like center calm down meditation well we did the money dance thing oh yeah and we also did a money dance which was so much fun it was really fun we just i shared with bev how i started doing my swaying thing and i what i did was i was in a meditation and it was a month like i was i want to get connected with money so i was you know in a money mindset and i had money scattered all around me and that's how i started swaying in my meditation right She's like, that's, that, that sounds like so much fun. So then she just grabs mitts full of money and starts like <laughs> throwing them at us, you yeah. know, like throwing the money and playing with the money and touching it touching and just it like and getting interactive with it and making us... We were like picking it up and showering it over each other yeah. and like trying to make us feel more abundant yeah. and have a stronger relationship with money because that's mm-hmm. obviously, no surprise, our biggest hang up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was good. That was like a fun kind of like release after all the intensity of meditating for ever. Mm-hmm. And then we had a hot tub. Mm-hmm. We were in there for at least an hour, mm-hmm. just listening say. to music and taking in the scenery and everything. So, yeah. like, there was this crazy windstorm, which, and we felt very like witchy. Like we felt like we we're making shit happen. Like yeah. this is amazing we're doing all these things but then we also did some like grounding exercises too um and then we watched the oprah interview which was great (laughs) we watched oprah with um kate not kate middleton the other one megan megan i don't know why i said kate middleton yeah megan markle and harry yeah uh which was eye-opening really good Mm -hmm. really good um so yeah we were feeling like, the whole day was very powerful. Yeah. Very, very powerful. So then a couple of days later, um, I it was in the night. I think it was, like, three days later in the night. I experienced this, like, bout of dizziness. Like, I just kind of woke up and was, like, dizzy. Like, wow, that's really weird. Um, but I didn't really think much of it. It was, like, oh, like random. No big deal. And then kind of went on, it went on again the next day um, in the morning. I felt the same kind of rush of dizziness. Um, And then through the week, I kind of felt it like sort of lightheaded, but like was just like, eh, like 
it's not a big deal. And the reason I didn't think it was a big deal is because, um, and I honestly didn't even attribute it to our day with Bev. I didn't even really think about it, but I just knew that we've been doing a lot of work. Like we've been doing the course with manifestation, babe, and all the stuff that I've been learning about quantum physics and basically the science behind manifestation. Um, and so I've learned through listening to Abraham that when someone has vertigo or someone's dizzy, it's because they are um, asking for more than their body is ready for. So I'm trying to call into my life a higher vibration than my body is ready for. Um, So I saw it as kind of a good sign because it means that I am shifting into a higher vibration and I need to just allow that to happen. So I was like, okay, you know, this is this is good. This is a good thing. So I kind of went about my week. I, you know, was still feeling a little bit lightheaded, but feeling pretty normal. And then we had, or I had my self-care day. Of course, you know, it's actually pretty crazy because the amount of people that reached out after listening to that podcast and are like, how was your self-care day? And like, I haven't been able to tell people (laughs) how it went. So I was really excited. You know, I made myself a yummy latte and, you know, got in the lineup and was like, it's going to be such a good day. And so I went and my first appointment was a facial at 930 in the morning. Um, And so I've never had a facial before. So I was like, this is just, I'm so excited. It's going to be so cool. So I had the normal facial and then there's this bonus thing that was like this jelly hydro mask or something. So this is the first thing that you did? First thing I did. Holy crap. I know. Okay. 9.30 in the morning. 9.30 in the morning. All first right. thing that I did. Okay. So. Um, Sorry. Obviously, that, I know that's the story. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, I haven't been able to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going to make sense here shortly. Um, so, and right before I went in there, too, it was actually kind of a win moment for me. Um, I uh, was going to book a hair appointment. And I was looking for someone to do my hair like in a certain way. And so I got a hold of somebody in the same salon that was um, that was doing my facial over Instagram. And I was like, you know, I, I would love an appointment with you on this day. And they're like, oh, no, sorry. Like, I'm all booked up for that day. She's like, I'll let you know if I have any cancellations. And I was like, great. And she messaged me right before I went in for my facial and said, I have an opening at this time and I was like that's amazing because that's the only break I have in my day Mm -hmm. so that's perfect anyway so I was really excited about that so I went in feeling all like excited and yeah feeling really good yeah and then so I go into the little room and you know I get the facial done I'm talking to this person who knows Sam and I so that was really nice to be with someone that I knew and to talk to them about um, the facial and that I've never had one. And then I said, um, I'm feeling a little bit dizzy. Can I have some water? And so she asked, you know, why are you feeling dizzy? And so I started to explain to her what I thought it was. And of course you just get all these kinds of questions, right? Like when you say to somebody, Oh yeah, I'm trying to raise my vibration and my body's not acclimating properly. Like they're kind (laughs) of like, what? Like it just starts a whole new conversation. Um, she was really great, super open to it. And then it was somebody different that came in to do the bio mask. Okay. The bio whatever. It's like hydrating jelly mask or something. I don't really know. <laughs> anyway, so they start applying this mask and they say, um, do you mind if we apply it to your eyes? Like it says the, the mask is actually supposed to be applied to your eyes and your mouth. But they're like, 
you know, let us know if you're uncomfortable with that. And so I have allergies. And so I said, it's probably not a good idea to put it over my mouth because I need to breathe through my mouth sometimes, particularly when I'm lying down because mm, okay. I've got yeah. um, chronic nasal congestion from having cats for all these years and being allergic to them and not getting rid of them. So I was like, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Let's leave my mouth uncovered. She's like, okay, thank God. Um, so, so she covers up my eyes and you know it's it's all feeling really nice it's really nice and cool and like feels really good and she turns off the lights and she leaves the room she's like I'll be back in 10 minutes I'm like perfect so I'm laying there everything's fine and then all of a sudden the room starts to violently spin with my eyes closed mm-hmm. if you can even picture that mm-hmm. and I can't open my eyes because <laughs> they're covered in jelly so oh no i instantly feel this like sharp pang in my Uh, chest like it's like a quick sharp like don't like to my chest (laughs) and i sit up blind right and i have nothing to stabilize myself like there's nothing i can't open my eyes to like look at anything so i'm sure that if i wasn't so proud that I would have just scraped it off of my eyes, okay. right? Like I could have just, my, it's not like my hands were tied, <laughs> right? Like this I reminded me of the Glenn and Doyle part. I know, the, like, like the door, door wasn't was even locked. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like I could have just scraped it off my eyes and been like, that was dumb. What was I thinking? But instead I just was like, no, you can do this. Wow. So I was grabbing onto the sides of the table to like that I was laying on to try and stabilize myself. And then I was taking deep breaths and saying, you're safe. It's okay. You're safe. And like, I know to talk to my ego from my higher self. So I was talking to my ego because I'm like, it's my ego that doesn't feel safe. My higher self is always safe. So I'm, this is the, the thought process that I'm having while I'm having a panic attack, right? Yeah. Never had a panic attack before in my life. And this is my first one during the first appointment of my self-care day. <laughs> so <laughs> what caused your first panic attack? <laughs> uh, a bio gel facial. <laughs> it's so uh, white so girl good. first no world. no it's so good um so yeah i i got control um and i was very kind of curious about the whole experience because i've never had anything like that before and i've gone through some major crazy shit with my body like i've yes. had my appendix out and i've gone through labor twice like i know how to get a hold of my mind when i'm going through something that feels out of control mm. And so I went there, right? Like I went to that place where I need to go when it feels like I can't control my body. Um, And so (laughs) uh, I was sitting up, sitting up. I'm like, okay. So I like, I'm like, I need to lay back down, but I really don't want to. I don't feel safe lying down. So I stayed sitting up. And then as soon as I could hear footsteps coming, I laid back down. It was like, I know this mask is going to be off in a minute. So just bear, just you can do this. So she comes in the room and she goes, hello, like really quiet. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, oh, it's so weird. Most people are asleep at this point. And I was like, (laughs) I am far from asleep right now. And so I told her the whole thing. Like, I'm like, I just, I just had a panic attack. Like, I've never had one of these before. And she's like, oh, my God. Okay. So she's, like, scraping it all, <laughs> scraping it all up. She's like, this is not, this is not, nor- like, that's not what's supposed to happen right now. I'm like, yeah, think. Like, this is so, like, this is my first one. Like, I don't know. Oh, my God. And she's like, okay. Like, what, what can I get for you? She's like, do you need me to call someone? I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I really just need some water. And she's like, okay. 
So then I was supposed to go out with her to get um, a Manny Penny. So the same person, right? So I go out. I'm like composing myself. She's like, do you need me to help you out of the room? And I was like, no, because I was telling her about the dizziness that I've been having as well. And she's like, uh, I can help you out if you like. I said, no, I think I'm okay. And so I got dressed and I went out and tried to explain to her again what happened. And I said, you know, she's like, are you sure you don't need to go somewhere? Like you need to, don't you need to take Uh care of yourself? And as soon as she said that, I could feel my ego freaking out. Yeah. And, like, it almost brought a second one on in that moment. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, we need to go somewhere. Like, my heart rate was going up. I was starting to sweat. Like, I was like, oh, God, like, this is happening again. And, again, for someone that's never had this happen before, it was like, what the fuck is going on with me? But I also knew that it's my ego, right? Mm -hmm. I had the wherewithal, luckily, to know the difference between when your higher self is talking and when your ego is talking. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was my ego freaking out. And I, my higher self was like, you are safe. It's okay. So as I'm getting a pedicure, right? This is <laughs> happening. Like, what is going on right now? You're right? having like, like severe responses to self-care. That's right. Like allergic responses. Like my body's like, this isn't safe. Yeah. Right? Which is insane. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, we did the, the pedicure and I explained to her what I thought was going on and she was just like, this is next level shit. Um, she didn't use that word, but she was like, this is crazy. Like what you're going through is really crazy. Um, and it wasn't until the end of it that she told me she was the owner of the place. (laughs) I I suddenly feel more embarrassed. I don't know. It doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, but she was just talking about how she manifested the salon and how mm. she was like dreaming of this and she was like a little girl and like all of that kind of stuff which Aww, is really neat that's really cool the salon's really beautiful too um anyway so uh i <laughs> finished the manicure part of it and then she says what are you gonna do now and i was like well i was thinking about going to get some lunch and she's like oh you should go downstairs and like they've got really good food down there and i was like that's such a good idea it was um olivea was underneath it so it's like this really lovely very um homemade italian food like i was like thinking good okay i'll get something in my stomach and i'll feel better so i go downstairs and i sit at the bar and have you know lunch for one kind of thing like it's not something that i would normally do but i'm like no like this is really good to spend some time with myself quietly i'm surprised that you could have those thoughts even after having that well, I'm just experience. like, I like, need to do something to ground myself. I yeah. need to put food in my body. I need to do more things to take care of myself. I don't know. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to calm myself down. And they're like, would you like a glass of wine? And I was like, no. Like, And they're like, you're baby free. Like, don't you want a glass of wine? I was like, no. <laughs> water, 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 water. They're like, okay. So I ordered this pasta dish and I took one bite and instantly felt nauseous. I was like, well, this is like... There's nothing. The instantly what came to my head was green juice. You need green juice. So I was like, okay, I need to go. So I just faked that something came up. I had to leave. So I took the pasta with me and thought I'll just give it to one of you guys or something. Um, and then I went right to Freshie and got a green, one of those green like pre-made juices. And I felt better almost right away, which is kind of weird. Um, so I got, I just basically got all their, their pre-made stuff. So mm-hmm. like the little peanut butter balls and like the green juice and like the things that I could just take with me. So I sat in the car and I thought, okay, I need something that's going to make me laugh. 
I need something that's really lighthearted and that's going to make me laugh. And I was just, I, like, I, the thought came over me too, like, maybe I should just go home. Like, I should just screw this self-care day and just go home. And then I thought, no, like, I really want, <laughs> I want my massage. Oh my and I want to get my hair done. Like, I'm <sighs> sad that this is the thing right now. So I'm like, no, you can soldier on. So I found um, this podcast on, it's called The Office Ladies. And it's, um, if you watch The Office, it's uh, the actress Jenna Fisher and Angela Kingsley, Mm -hmm. who are Pam and Angela from The Office. And so they're doing, they're going episode by episode and doing behind the scenes of The Office. They're going to do the whole show, which is a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, but this, the one that they released in particular was of the dinner party, which is arguably my favorite episode mm-hmm. on the show. Like it's friggin' hilarious. And they say that too. And they basically bring everybody back. Like, um, you know, Jim and Michael Scott and everybody. Anyway, so I was laughing out loud to that, um, and making my way to the, uh, massage appointment and thinking, okay, if she's just like, working on my body maybe that will bring me back to my body right like feeling the stimulation all over me is gonna work and i know this um rmt very well um she's helped me with both of my pregnancies with massage and so she knows my body pretty intimately in terms of what it needs so it was comforting to go to her and like she she did help but there were a couple of times like eyes closed on the table right where I felt the spinning um but I was able to open them and like stabilize myself and it was okay so it didn't work the way I wanted it to but I was still okay got back into the car eating more freshy things drinking water and like being like okay I, I can do this you know and then I'm going to my hair appointment I know it's so messed up it right? is so like, messed I up I can do this I can do this I can I can go for a massage I can get my hair done like yeah I know <laughs> So oh my God. I go to the hair appointment, which I think was at 4.30 at this point in the day. Um, and is it four? Yeah. Uh, meeting a new hairstylist, right? Like, I don't know how this is going to go. And so I was talking to her about all this manifestation stuff. She's so into it. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't know who Abe was. She didn't know any of that stuff. And I just was, like, spilling the beans on everything. Um, and then at one point, too, there were people – I think I said – Oprah had interviewed Esther before. There's a an interview that she did on XM Radio with Esther. And they channeled Abraham and talked. And it's really cool. And so I explained this to um, the stylist and saying, like, you know, even Oprah, like, would um, endorse Esther. But Oprah said on that show, on the XM Radio show, that the world isn't ready for Esther yet. So there will be a day when the world is ready, but it's not ready yet. So that's why she did it on XM because it's like her smallest audience. Mm. And so as I'm saying this, it was like 10 minutes go by. And then um, right next to me, there's somebody else getting their hair done and with a stylist. And then they both just stopped. And I'm like, okay, we got to hear. What were you saying? We were eavesdropping for a second when you said the world's not ready for this. And so we really want to know. <laughs> and so I looked at the stylist and I was like, oh, she's like, they asked. I'm like, I know, but I sound like a crazy person. And they're like, we can handle it. I was like, okay. So I went all into everything about law of attraction, manifestation, Abraham, quantum physics. Like I talked them all about all the different stuff that we were talking about. And both of them were like eating it up. 
like both of them were like what do we go what is it what's her name like 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 they didn't write it down they were like okay hicks abraham hicks okay like i was just like this kind of feels cool because i just keep bumping into people telling them about it's like i'm spreading like i'm like the good word the good word i'm like a jehovah's (laughs) witness here yeah um but like yeah like it's like it felt kind of crazy to sort of be in that sort of uh environment where i was able to just express freely to strangers about what was going on with me because i was telling the hairstylist too that i was like really dizzy and like kind of needed a minute and was drinking all their water and I had to pee like 18 times you know like I was just doing my best to get it together anyway that appointment ended at like nine o'clock at night I think I got the nine o'clock boat wow back across so it was like a long day of just trying to keep it together and so I come in here and of course I tell you and you're like this isn't over today like this is it's it's a thing and you're gonna need time to yeah. come down from it yeah and I remember thinking oh no <laughs> no like uh like this not this is supposed to be a really great day and instead I was just fight or flight all day yeah and so the reason why I said that to you not to you know promote more of those experiences for you but no. to validate your experience yeah because I have had an a panic attack before and yeah. it took me a good week to calm down Mm -hmm. so just because your your nervous system is on went on hyperdrive yeah and like there's a lot of chemicals going through your body yeah and like that takes time yeah to recover from right it's a very strong potent cocktail of (laughs) chemicals in your body yeah and it's not like oh it's over now like it's like you need to like calm down and adjust yeah yes so that was the thursday and then we were supposed to go this is before the most recent lockdown yeah excuse me we were supposed to go to our friend's birthday party and the day of the party, I was like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can be around people right now. I just need to be resting. And I'm just very afraid that this is going to happen again, particularly at a friend's party, like in a public place. That's not, no. It was this dinner party that we were supposed to have. And like the tables were even separated. Like it was very COVID mm-hmm. based. Um, but I was like, no, I can't. I don't think I can do it. So the next morning I was on the phone with our friend Skylar and I started to talk to her about what had happened on the Thursday and she was at the birthday party so she was wondering why I wasn't there. And so I started talking to her about it and then it all of a sudden happened again. Um, But my eyes weren't closed this time. The room just started rapidly spinning. And so a panic attack started again and I found myself on the bedroom floor and then she said, "Um, where will you feel most grounded? What do you need to do to feel grounded? And I was like, I need to go outside, I think. And it was cold. (laughs) This is like six weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. So it was, it was cold. Like, but I was like, I don't care. I went out, I wasn't wearing shoes. I just went, I just ran outside and like (laughs) found the base of a tree and was like holding onto the grass for like dear life because everything was spinning. Like I didn't know how to stabilize myself. Mm -hmm. And like the fight or flight thing comes up, right? Where you're like, you don't even feel safe in your own body. Mm -hmm. So you're like, how do I, can't even, 
If you don't feel safe in your body, how are you supposed to get grounded? Right. doesn't make any... You can't yeah. physically. And so I'm outside on the phone with Skylar and she's trying to talk me down and she's like um, giving me all of these really lovely... Um, basically this lovely guidance, right? Like she's speaking very peacefully and saying like, look at the trees, look at the ground. But the way she was speaking felt spiritual to me. It Mm -hmm. felt too out of my body. Mm -hmm. So I, I said like, I just need to, I need, I think I just need to focus on the trees and the ground right now. I think I just maybe need quiet. I don't know. And then Mason was out collecting maple syrup. And so, or tree sap, I guess I should say, you don't collect maple syrup, but so he was out doing that and saw me outside. And so he came over and he's like, are you okay? And then I was like, Skylar, I need to go. And I'm just going to say this too right now. It's, this is becoming very difficult for me to talk about right now. Like okay. My body is starting to... Okay. Yeah. The anxiety is coming back, which is insane. Yeah. Six weeks ago, this happened. Yeah. Like I have PTSD from it, but I think it's really good that I just get through it. So I'm just going to get through it. You guys are like listening to me go through therapy right now. So he comes over and I say, Skylar, I got to go. And so I tell him what happened. And I don't think he understands, this is, sounds like a pun, but the gravity of what happened. Yeah. And so I get off the phone and I tell him like something's happening to me. I'm having another panic attack. And so he's like, okay, what do we need to do? And so I'm just like, I just need you to hold me for a minute. Because I was like basically gripping onto him. And then all of a sudden... This something flies overhead. And that's pretty rare for here. Yes. Right? Like yes. where we are, there aren't a lot of planes. There aren't a lot of helicopters. No. Like it's not something that we see often. We're not in yes. like a flight path. No. Like we were in the last. House. Yeah. We were living next to an airport before. So I was used <laughs> to that. But this is like, it's not normal here. And so this helicopter, I didn't even see it. I just heard it. And so I kind of looked over my shoulder, but then it was like the world started moving again. And so I grabbed onto Mason literally for dear life. Like I was just gripping onto his shoulders. Um, And he was like, what's going on? And I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. And I started like freaking out. And it's because I felt and could see the vibrations from the helicopter. Mm. Like the world was like, like I could feel it and move. It was moving in vibration around me and around him. And so I was freaking out, like panic. So I like, you know, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I like collapsed onto the ground and just gripped onto the grass and was like holding on because it just felt like everything was like, like pulsating around me. And I was like, what is that? What is that? And he's like, I think it's a helicopter, hon. It's a helicopter. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God. I can't even explain to him. I can't say it out loud because I'm panicking that it's even happening at all. Right. So voicing it would be like, you know, do I want to die? This is how I die. Like, I'm just going to go into a state of shock. And so it obviously flew overhead. And then I composed myself. I just started breathing. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, okay. So he got on the phone because he was supposed to be working with his uncle to collect all this tree sap. He's like, I can't, I, I, Nikki's very unwell. I need to take her inside. And so we went inside and even having anyone talk about it, like when you came into the room and you were like, what happened? And I was like, I can't. And I got up and it instantly started pacing. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I can't, I can't even tell you what happened. Yeah. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna break down again. Yeah. 
And so we had something on TV, but it was something that I'd seen before, like Friends or The Office, and it was I could zone out. So I'm like, I can't. This isn't working. Like I, not I can't zone out right now. I need to zone into something and not be so out of my body. Um. And so I think I ended up lying down, but lying down was making it. It was just. It was a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really rough day. Um. And so since then, that was like basically what started my hiatus. Like I was like, I realized I had to stop doing anything spiritual because it was just putting me too much in my head and not putting me enough in my body. Mm. So I stopped meditating cold turkey. I stopped the 16-week course. I stopped reading what I was reading. I stopped listening to Abraham, like all the things that I was doing before I quit and decided to focus on rest walking and basically in my opinion don't hate me garbage tv so i started watching schitt's creek um there might be some schitt's creek fans i'm sorry in my opinion it's not that good uh in terms of how the show is created the themes are really good that i could talk about for a long time um i really yeah, I really enjoyed the sort of forward-thinking themes in the show, but otherwise it just it's not something that's well-made, in my opinion. Um, so, But I needed that. I needed something that was, like, lighthearted, something I hadn't seen before, something that wasn't deep at all, like, very surface level is what mm-hmm. I needed. I should have watched, like, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, I needed that kind of, like, human drama crap. Yeah. In order to get myself back onto the planet that we mm-hmm. live on. Um, so it was like quite a while of me sort of resting, spending a little bit of time with the babies. Our Bev and Dunk took the babies for two nights to try and give me some time to be crazy. Um, and so... Then it got to a point where I was like, I have to do something about this vertigo because the vertigo is what's bringing on the anxiety, right? So you and I went to the clinic here on the island and I was like, this is going to be really challenging because I can't talk about it, but I need help. So how am I going to do this? Because if I talk about it, I'm going to have a panic attack. So I brought Sam with me. We went to the clinic. The doctor comes into the room and says, tell me what's going on. And instantly I stood up. Like, it was fight or flight. Like, I'm like, I have to get out of this room. <laughs> so I was, like, pacing, right? <clears throat> I, like, left the room. I went to another room. And I just walked and walked and walked. And was, like, looking at things on the wall. Like, trying to read things. Like, just anything to not stir in my own body. And so you were able to explain to her a little bit of what was happening to me, right? Yeah. So then I went back into the room. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to do some physical tests on you. So that was good because it was, like, something else to focus on rather rather than what I'd been through and so um she made me like she's like I can see that you can walk in a straight line so that's fine so she was like doing like the nose like touching her finger or whatever and then Mm -hmm. like she made me kind of tip my head upside down and all of that so all of that was fine so she's like okay it's not physical what's happening to you so this is when the doctors are like this stuff can just come on randomly like can it (laughs) (laughs) so like you know, we attempted sort of kind of to explain our theory to her, right? That it was like, we've been doing some spiritual work or something, yeah. like, you know, but that's not something that she would have resonated with. So it was just, yeah. Anyway, she gave me something to prescribe for vertigo. because She's like, it doesn't sound like your anxiety is 
coming out of nowhere. Your anxiety is started because of the vertigo. I'm like, that's accurate. So she's, she gave me some medication to help with that. And it did. Um, it, she's like, the only side effect is that you're going to be sleepy. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, so that did help for, she gave me enough for 10 days and she's like, hopefully by the time this is up, you're good to go. So I think I was on day nine and I was like, this isn't going away. Like I need more of this. And of course, when I realized this, it was Saturday of the long weekend for Easter. So nothing's open. No clinics are open, not even on the mainland. Like it's like, this is the only option is the hospital. And this is the day after the lockdown started. Yeah. So they're like super vigilant. Province-wide lockdown. So we go to the hospital. And like, it's interesting the conversations that you and I were having between all of this. Because this is something that you were somewhat familiar with. But I was not familiar with at all. Yeah. Like anxiety is not something that I've dealt with. Like it's not, this isn't anything that's normal to me yeah and so we get to the hospital and I'm like I need Sam to explain what's going on with me and they're like no only one person allowed in (laughs) and as soon as they said that the person at the door that said it to me right as soon as they said it I went straight outside it was fight or flight like I was like I gotta go like I can't and I started bawling because I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna do this how am I going to explain to them that I can't talk about it but I need a refill on these these vertigo meds and so I left. Sam talked to the person that initially lets you in, and they let us into that first area. Yeah. Then we get to the triage nurse. He was very nice. He took my blood pressure, took my temperature to make sure we weren't COVID positive, all that. And then he's like, I'm really sorry, but she can't come in. And I'm instant tears, right? Like, I'm bawling in there. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm not trying to do this to be mean. I'm so sorry. He's like, they're super strict right now because the next lockdown just happened. He's like, I don't don't know what to do and I was like okay well can you send a doctor to the parking lot to talk to me (laughs) and he was like no like they won't come out and I'm thinking that seems a little bit ridiculous in my opinion like it's safer out there it's fresh air like they're not going to get COVID from me out there you know but anyway he's like no they won't come out I was like okay so he's like another option you could do is if you could talk to um uh the pharmacy just to get a refill and so I called them and they said only if it was a long-term um, prescription, like a, right. not a 10 day one. Right. So they couldn't refill it. Um, but I just, I looked at him and I was like, okay, I'm, I, this is my only way to get help. So I have, I have to go in by myself and friggin' terrified. Right. And I was like, I tried to put you on FaceTime. Yeah. But, um, then I was on the hold with the pharmacy mm-hmm. and so I couldn't have you on FaceTime. So the doctor comes in while I'm holding the pharmacy and I just hung up on the pharmacy and just talked to the doctor. And she's like, tell me what's going on. And I was like, I'm here with my sister. You won't let her in because COVID. And I need her to explain what's happening because if I explain it to you, I'm going to have a panic attack. And so she goes, okay, tell me what's going on with you. And I was like, I'm going to have a panic attack. She's like, yep. I'm like, okay. (laughs) There's no way out of this. (laughs) she's like she's not phased at all she's like that's the worst you're gonna throw at me yeah she's like i've seen it all kid well that i feel like she was kind of like is there a better place you could be right to have one nope like and i'm thinking in my head i'm like she's got a point like if 
I'm going to have one, this is probably, probably the, best the best place. place. Like, they've got everything here, you know? Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're going to do this. And so I had another one in the office with her, and where it was like, I couldn't breathe, and I was, like, walking. It feels like you're a caged animal, mm-hmm. which is so weird because you're the only one creating the cage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you've created a cage, and then you feel like you need to pace in it. <laughs> The boundaries just become so evident. Yeah. You know, you're like, I'm in a room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my only way out safely is with this medication. So I have to friggin' pull it together, right? So she does more physical tests on me, which again helps because it's like something to focus on other than myself and what's been happening to me. Um so I had another one with her, but she was very calm through the whole thing. She was treating me like nothing was happening. Like, she was just, like, pretending that I wasn't pacing and acting like a crazy person. She was just super calm. Um, And she's asked me to describe everything in such detail. Like, crazy detail. Like, this is going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can feel my heart, you know, racing. I'm like, this is the end. Um, But honestly, by the end of it, I proved to myself that I could talk about it. And Mm -hmm. I feel like she knew that the whole time. Like, it was her strategy, right? Like, she's like, you're going to survive this. Anyway, at the end of it, she was like, she twice, she stopped. And she was like, I'm going to give you this medication. And then she would ask something else. And she's like, okay, I'm going to give you this medication. Like, she was just kind of like, you're safe, right? Like, I think it was just like, you did it and you're okay, and I'm going to give this to you because I believe you, because I believe that this isn't, you're not addicted to these pills. It's nothing (laughs) about that. It's just like, I need those to stop the vertigo so that this anxiety can stop. Um, So she gave them to me, and it was, I think it was like a day or so later. So I was like, great, you know, I was taking them at the same time, and so I took one. You're supposed to take them three times a day, so I took one before bed I think it was a day or two after my appointment with her and it had the adverse effect Mm. it made me feel more anxious the room was spinning more I was like oh my god like and of course all of these nights too so at this point we're like what 12 days in yeah ish longer actually I was gonna say two weeks but yeah no longer with the vertigo because I had waited a couple of weeks before oh, yeah. I went. So it's like a month in at this point. Um, yeah, it's about a month in. And, you know, I've been waking up every night, spinning multiple times, like trying to get yeah, grounded. Yeah, like because you like, fall asleep and falling asleep makes you feel like you're falling. Mm-hmm. Like it induces this like yeah jolt. Right. Right? So like, well, and I'm sure yeah. everybody's had that where they're dreaming and they feel like they're falling. It's when you're coming out of your REM cycle. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it felt like every REM cycle. Yeah. I'm waking up terrified. And then it's really hard to get back to sleep because it feels like you're falling, right? Anyway, so that went on for like a month. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good Lord. such a long explanation as to why we've been away. Um, well, now you understand. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah like... That makes sense why yeah. you have we haven't been talking, you know? Like yeah. 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 So and talking about it, right? Like explaining why we've been away would bring on a panic attack. Yeah. And even in this conversation, I my anxiety is like like right right here. Yeah. There's been 
one point in this conversation pretty early on where I felt like I might have to stop recording because mm. I have to walk away. Like I need to go outside or something. Like I was feeling trapped, but I'm feeling better. I'm glad that I stuck through it. Um, man, I have much more respect for people with anxiety. It's crazy. Yeah. It is insane. And it's funny. There's actually this episode with <laughs> of Shit's Creek early on where one of the characters has a panic attack and it's like said multiple times in the show like panic attacks don't exist they're not real they're just publicity stunts for celebrities like they literally say panic attacks aren't real like if you've never had one you don't know yeah you just don't know yeah right and i could empathize all day but like holy crap mad respect to anybody like glennon has them she Mm -hmm. goes to freaking award shows with this anxiety like i just don't i don't understand how you people function (laughs) like apparently i am now one of you people um this is it's insane yeah it's insane so anyway i thought i was out of the woods as of last week like not completely with the vertigo but with the anxiety because i'd stopped taking the medication and felt like i was getting a handle on it um lining up with it lining up with the vertigo versus being afraid of it um and so started listening to Abraham again. The first one I listened to was about vertigo again to just try and see what their perspective was on it. And they, they say, like this one woman was like, I've had vertigo for a year and it won't go away. And the first thing they said, like she's like all of my spiritual teachers, everyone's saying to get grounded. And they're like, you know, yes, but consider lining up with it instead. Instead of being afraid of it, instead of fighting it, line up with it, allow it, like feel it so I'm like okay (laughs) it sounds like the exact opposite right it feels like the exact opposite of what you want to do because it's terrifying to line up with it Mm -hmm. but I'm like okay this is what I need to do like I need to just embrace that this is a part of me now and so in doing that it was feeling like it was less scary like it was going away my anxiety has been going away and then what four days ago I had another spell Mm -hmm. um and it came off the heels of some pretty startling news Mm -hmm. um attached to someone um and I was in the kitchen and I tried to put a glass of water on the counter Ooh, it's happening right now explaining it to you the room's starting to go Mm. Um, I tried to put a glass of water on the counter and the counter moved like diagonally. So like it was flat, it was horizontal and then it became diagonal. And so I couldn't find the counter. Like it was like, I went to put the glass down with the glass, like, like I couldn't find, couldn't find where it was. Yeah. And so I put it down and then I immediately just fell to the floor to try and find the ground basically to get grounded again. And then I just haven't been right since Mm. that moment um I've had a couple of moments again sleeping where I wake up and it feels like the room is spinning last night was pretty good um but I'm I'm at a place now I mean that brings you up to today where like trying to line up with it um I'm trying, I want to pursue my business. Like this has been the hardest part of all of it. Yeah. Is there, I have so many things that I'm trying to pursue, this podcast being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not able to pursue those things because I'm not well. 
Mm-hmm. I'm unwell. I need to rest. I need to sleep. I need to just do human things like walk yeah. outside and eat food and watch stupid TV. I just mm-hmm. finished watching Bridgerton, which nobody warned me was like softcore porn. I don't know if anyone <laughs> has seen this show. It's really good in terms of, um, again, themes and uh, representation. Um, it's really, really important in that way, like really important in that way and highly recommend watching for that reason. But like the later episodes, there's eight of them in the first season and there's only one season, but they're making a second. But okay. the later ones, it's just, oh, whoa, it's like 50 shades. Like it's oh. wild. Wow. And I wasn't expecting that. So mm. it was like, I'm like blushing for like 10 minutes straight. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> Especially when it like comes from like, pride and prejudice feel like it feels right. so like hemmed literally hemmed in mm. and then straight to 50 shades like this is like maybe it's like a romance novel it's like romance i don't know what's happening anyway you have been warned if you haven't seen bridgerton you have been warned and it, i mean in a good way i mean if that's up your alley you're welcome um <laughs> yeah <anyway>. thank you <laughs> oh thank you Sanchi. you're welcome um so yeah, I've been watching stuff like that, like just like trying to, and new things are really good because I don't know what's about to happen, so I can't zone out, right? Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like this is honestly the most anxious today, talking about all of this again, that I've been in a long time. Well, you did really well to talk about it, seriously, like, yeah, yay for you, yay. I just want to clap because <laughs> like, yeah, it's... You know, it's good to talk about it because you're desensitizing yourself from it. Right. And that's what you need to do. The more I talk about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I take that. care of yourself right. when you're doing it, you know, but just to be able to do that is so good because your, your, your brain starts to get detached from the story. Right. Right. It's like the more you tell it, the more you're just you're getting desensitized like your brain is just like almost oh, bored of it i'm almost bored, bored of exactly. the story instead you get of like, bored of it can yeah. i talk about this right now it's not new and novel and right. and all and activating all these systems it's like it just gets to be yeah. blah right you know yeah so it is good that you're talking about it because that will help you calm yeah you know keep calm um yeah i i think that it's kind of shown it there's like a lot of ways that we can perceive what happened right like we went to this really amazing um experience at at bev's house which maybe that spurred it on right we don't Mm. know um but then also you when you got off of maternity leave you came to the office and you were like nose in your laptop oh my god super passionate super gung-ho like you just went 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 for it right yeah yeah um, but you could argue too, too hard. Yeah, you could argue like it was maybe it was too, maybe you didn't have to hustle and grind. Like maybe maybe yeah. you could be more relaxed. Maybe you can see results without, like, throwing yourself at yeah. work. I don't yeah. know. Like, there's just so many things that it's asked you to reconsider. Yeah. Like, what does a balanced day look like? How do you actually want your day to go? Yeah. How can you be more relaxed in your life? Like all these kinds of. Yeah. questions that it brought up so yeah. it's a journey I don't know like it's just one of those things where you will find out later 
right? Yeah. In the moment, you're kind of like, what the hell is all this for? And then yeah. later, you're like, oh, I'm really looking why. forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the other like thing, think of it, which we've noticed is that you're, <laughs> you're picking up on energy. Yeah. And you're having reactions to energy. Yeah. Like physical reactions to other people's energy. Yeah. We've seen it twice now. Yeah. Where somebody walks into a room and you you have a feeling. I embody how they're feeling. Yeah. In that it's moment. like, yeah, like E.T. and Elliot kind of <laughs> situation. Like, yeah. The person walks into the room. They're having an experience. They're not telling you about it. You are having feel their, it. you feel it. You yeah. feel their symptoms. You feel everything. Yeah. And then they say something about oh, loud. it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh my God. Yeah. I am experiencing that same thing too. Yeah. Yeah. I can give an example this morning. Um, our mom is with us right now and she just got, she got some good news. So she was like feeling really elated and she, she was over on the couch and I was in the kitchen and I, uh, was sitting there and I was on my phone and I was like, I felt this like feeling of like, kind of like a head rush and my head feeling kind of lightheaded, but simultaneously dense. And I thought I was drinking a coffee and I thought I drink decaf. And so I was like, is there caffeine in this? It feels like there's caffeine in this. And then mom says to me, she's like, Oh, she's like, I feel like I just had some caffeine, but like, I haven't drank anything today and I just looked at her <laughs> it's like just then you felt that just then and she's like yeah I was like okay <laughs> like, I I was experiencing that at the same time as her like exactly the same time she felt the rush and mm-hmm. so did I mm-hmm. and that's not the first time that that's no. happened that keeps happening yes I think that's very interesting yeah, well, it's something that we've been comparing it to. Like, I'm starting to believe that this is turning into a superpower. Yeah. Um, it's like in all of the movies you see, the, or comic books, you see the, the heroes, the cartoons, the superheroes. They're terrified of their power when they initially get it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Spider-Man's like, what? Like, he's, like, attaching himself to random buildings, and, like, he's falling, and, like, it's not clean it's very messy Mm -hmm. um but then slowly he learns how to yield his power to help him and others and so i've decided to equate myself to somewhat of a superhero and use this vertigo you know apparently esther did a lot of swooning like she couldn't if she was tapping in she had to hold on to a podium she had to sit at first just like sheila so I'm trying to stay open-minded with it in that it is going to be for greater good. But right now, particularly talking about the anxiety part of it, like that's the part that just makes it feel out of control or um, like a hindrance instead of a asset. Mm. So I'm getting there. Obviously talking about it is helping and I don't know. It's... It's funny how <laughs> talking about it feels like the worst possible thing you can do when really it's one of the best things that you can do. Yeah. And that this podcast is all about talking and sharing our literal manifestation journey. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I've been to two doctors that are both like, I don't know, this stuff's random. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it's random. Yeah. Like, I genuinely believe that all of our health issues come from 
our beliefs, our emotions, our trauma, like anything that dis-ease, right? Like that's what disease is. So I believe the vertigo is a symptom of something that's happening to me, whether it's letting go of stuff, whether it's welcoming new stuff, this acclimating, whatever it is, like it's something that I need to deal with myself Mm -hmm. spiritually and emotionally Mm -hmm. in order to quote unquote heal. I don't know if I'll fully heal and maybe I'm not supposed to, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's supposed to be something that I'm utilizing in the future, harnessing in some way. But for now, it's scary Mm -hmm. and feels somewhat out of control. Definitely more in control because I'm talking about it. Yeah. Right? So I've obviously come a long way from when it first started happening a while ago. Yeah. But I'm thinking now it's got to be longer than six weeks ago. Well, I guess you could just look back at your appointments. Like when did you schedule that spa day? Yeah, it was just before Karina's birthday. So it's like the 21st or something. Her birthday's the 21st. Yeah. So it was like the 18th or something like that. Yeah. And that's, that was the 18th of, our last podcast was on the 17th yeah. of March. So I must have shared that story in that podcast. Maybe we did. I don't think in that detail though. Oh. Whatever, you get a twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I do want to say, you know, kind of in other news, really, really, really exciting news. Um, we have someone interested in having an ad on our podcast yeah that's really really exciting like guys this is a really really big deal for us yeah and so it does mean that you'll have to listen to an ad but it won't be some crazy like car salesman (laughs) random voice you know it's, it's gonna be me um But it means someone has invested in our podcast, Mm -hmm. which means we can bring you more podcasts. Mm -hmm. I'm like really excited about it. And it does mean that the format of the podcast is going to change a little bit. You guys are going to have to bear with us. But it also means that we're growing. Yeah. It means that, you know, this manifestation journey that we've started, guys, we've come such a long way. Yes. Right? From literally not knowing what we're doing, sitting on my bed in our old house. Yeah. To now sitting in our ever-evolving dream house. Yeah. On the water with these fancy microphones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now someone's in this beautifully curated office. Yeah. To now someone paying us to do a podcast. Yeah. Guys. (laughs) Huge. Yeah. Like it's if you listen to the first episode to this one, like we've come so far. Yeah. Right? Like I would love for us sitting on that bed to listen to me talk about this vertigo right now. Yeah. Right? Like what's happening to you? You know, yeah. like we just we've come such a long way. Mm-hmm. Such a long way. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, it's it's um I, I'm excited for you guys to hear the ad. Like, I kind of want it to be like, listen to this thing beautiful. I made. <laughs> no, it's going to be beautiful. Like, it, yeah. I'm excited to hear it too. Like, yeah. it's not going to be I haven't made it yet. Annoying. Um, but it is going to air with this episode. So, oh, okay. yeah. I, I think I'm going to put it at the end because okay. I want everyone. It's like you've got like this lead up to this like ad that I've made, which is also kind of cool that I get to make it. I know. Right? It's mm-hmm. going to be really pretty. <laughs> and I'm just really excited to share it with you guys. So... Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it at the end. Um, but I think, as as we um, make these podcasts, they're gonna be inserted near the beginning, 
um, like in the middle of our conversation kind of thing, we'll put it in there. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm really excited to make it and I'm really excited for you all to hear it. Mm. Um, and I, I really do feel like it's just a giant blessing and a huge up level for us. Mm -hmm. Um, so I hope you guys feel the same way. Yeah. I'm sorry if we've made anyone feel like we're sellouts or something. No, like that's not. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess they can perceive it anyway. But I think that they will be proud of us. I hope so. Yeah, I'm proud of us. Yeah, we've come so we've far. Come so far. We're here. We're we're now being paid to do our podcast. I know. Like, it's a I, big I think deal. I need to digest that. Like, I'm kind yeah. of like, what? How did that? Wow, I know. It's really, really cool. It's very exciting. It's really, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope I hope our fans will understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That's okay. It's really loud in my, my headphones. Yeah. That's why we wear headphones so we know what they hear. Sorry guys. Um yeah, I think that's all we have to say for today. I mean there might be there's probably some other things. Like we have some other news that we could talk about. We could let's play the ad for them and then we'll talk about something else. Something big that happened. Okay. Okay. Okay, you're gonna listen to our ad right now. Get comfy. Get present. Take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Your bed is so cozy. Outside it is misty, and you hear rain tapping lightly on the windows. You get up, put on your comfiest robe, wash your face, and go downstairs to the kitchen. You put on a Nora Jones record and hear the crackle as you watch the record spin. You open your fridge and grab your favorite oat milk. Froth it up with your new frother and add the most delicious latte blend to your favorite mug. It's smooth, it's comforting, and you can't believe how good it tastes. This is my morning. I may have left out the noisy babies and life's impending stressors, but you get the picture. This magical blend is called the Coconut Matcha Latte Blend from Mood Milk, and I look forward to it every morning. It is honestly so delicious that I say how amazing it is out loud when I drink it. And this is only one of the four amazing latte blends that have been expertly curated with their own superfoods and botanicals to nourish you. My favorite one features energizing matcha, brain-boosting lion's mane mushroom, and nutrient-rich moringa. They also have a pretty pink beet chai latte that supports your mood and energy levels, a golden latte with turmeric that supports your immune system and reduces inflammation, and a light blue spice vanilla latte that helps to relax your mind and melt away stress. I have tried them all and let me tell you, they are all fantastic. And get this, I've done the math and you can enjoy these magical lattes for as little as 70 cents a cup. Like how? Mood Milk's mission is to reconnect women to themselves so that they can learn to listen to their bodies and honor their needs and desires. If that's not something you can get behind, then you might not be listening to the right podcast. I honestly can't say enough about this company and their products. I love them, and I know you will too. So much, in fact, that our manifestation journey has teamed up with Mood Milk to give you 10% off your first order. 
Just enter the code OMJ for our manifestation journey and receive a 10% discount on this magical and delicious cup of yumminess. Visit www.mymoodmilk.com today and order the blend that speaks to you. And make sure to reach out when you do. I can't wait to hear that you love it as much as I do. You can find the link to mymoodmilk.com in the show notes. Now go on. Get in the mood. Okay, so that was it. I didn't hear it. Sam, I will Sam later. hasn't heard it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but through the magic of podcasting, you guys just heard it. How crazy is that? And it's delicious. It's actually so good. And I'm actually out right now. I just ordered more and it's on its way. And I keep checking the little dot on the GPS on my app to see if it's closer to my house because I want it so bad. I'm like sad now. I wake up in the mornings. I literally said to Mason this morning, I woke up and I was like, I don't have any mood milk and I'm really sad about it. <laughs> anyway, it's it's coming. It really is that good, you guys. Um, anyway, without further ado, we want to talk about some other big news that happened yeah this is big manifestation huge manifestation stuff yeah really big stuff like yeah i don't know why it slipped your mind okay i think this is why and it sounds bad but whatever i'm so used to up leveling that it's becoming (laughs) can i go where you are please because i'm having an allergic reaction to our up leveling it's brutal okay it's not brutal it's just like when you're up leveling so frequently it starts to become normal so like, and think I'm don't in get the me best wrong. Possible way. I'm getting. I am up leveling in my own ways. Like there are mountains and obstacles and hurdles and challenges that I'm still working on. It's not like yeah. it's not like every, you know everything is just like woohoo. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. But up and ideally it'll never be. Ideally you're always searching for the next thing. Like right? yeah, for, that's Expand. what makes it all fun. Yeah. But anyways. Um, I think that our husbands are starting to, uh, we're starting to rub off on them. We are definitely starting to rub off on them. They don't listen to our podcast. Nope. I don't know if I've ever listened to an episode. They're very supportive. They're lovely. And like. And they're so excited that we're being paid to yeah, do it. That they're like, like cheerleaders. Oh, they're like, yeah. wow, that's amazing. You're doing that. That's so great. Like they're yeah. just, they're cheerleaders, but they're not into this woo-woo well, stuff at no, all. No. I kind of want to hop back quickly to. So I um, was able to help Mickey with her anxiety because I experienced a lot of anxiety when I was a kid, like since I was four. Um, And the reason why I remember you asked me like years ago, you're like, why are you marrying Nick? Like what's Mm. what, what, you know, what is the reason? Yeah. Um, in a, a nice way, not in an accusatory way. Um, (laughs) why would you marry him? Why would you marry him? Well, what, what, what's drawing you to him? Um, and for me it was, he grounds me. He is my rock. Like I can touch him, just like touch his shoulders and immediately feel grounded. That's why. And she, I remember you were like, oh, okay. That's weird. Like you weren't, you were like, that's such a weird reason to marry somebody. Right. And I'm like, I don't, that's it. You know, if you were in my body, you would understand. Yeah. Um, but now, even after your experience and everything, I'm just like, yeah, he is that for me. Like, he yeah. makes me feel really safe. Like, yeah. if I'm having a hard time with something, all I have to do is 
touch his shoulders, touch his body or be in his presence. And I feel like immediately grounded. Like he is such an earth soul. Like he is such a logic, practical, like not emotional. Atheist. Yeah. Like he's just such a, you know. We're worm food guys. Yeah. Like (laughs) he doesn't, he's not into any of this woo woo stuff. And I'm so grateful that yeah, he's not i know like i'm so grateful that he's not he's he's not like he never would say oh um you're crazy and no. like get that stuff away from me no. and like you know you're insane like yeah. he would never say that to me he's no. just like i'm so happy that this works for you right right if this is what you need perfect yeah um and if it's not if, for yeah me. and if you feel like it's working then keep doing it. yeah like yeah. It's, it's just, just not working. for me so yeah but i'm so grateful that he is not into it because it's like he that's what keeps him grounded like he's comfortable being in this mathematical logic mm. place yeah and it's just lovely it's just such yeah. a lovely grounding spot so just to kind of piggyback off of them, us rubbing off on them. Mm. Um, so Bev and Duncan, so Mason's parents, um, own Pike Farms, and it's this landscaping company. So they they sell uh, landscaping products retail. Right. So they don't do the landscaping, but they sell all the things that you would need to landscape. So like commercial people but all the way down to like just someone with their garden at home like they they can do all of it mm-hmm. that's what they've been doing for 25, 25 years. years yeah so um you know bev is obviously like very spiritual and we have this beautiful relationship with her um and for a number of years she has been saying we're not going to open pike farms this year yeah. so because we live in Canada, it's a seasonal business. It's spring into late fall, yeah. closed for when it snows, basically. Yeah, so they're open usually around the end of April, mid-April, sometimes first of April, depending on how nice the weather is, right to the end of November. Mm-hmm. But then they get four months off right. in the winter time. Um, and you know, in the beginning, in spring, it's you know very garden. That's the garden season, so it's like they start off with a bang, and it's very. Intense. It's, a, it's very intense. It's a lot yeah. of work. It's it's consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have been, both Bev and Duncan have been like, we want to retire soon. Like, you know, and even though um, Mason and Nick, who work for them, are have been leaders in the, in the business for a while, um, for a few years, they were still like, no, we still want, we still want to get away from this. Um, they kindly, um, suggested or offered that the boys run it, but they also were honest about like, like, yeah, take it over, take it over. Yeah. If they wanted to pursue it as their career, Mm -hmm. then they could take over the business if they, if they wanted to. But then they honestly told them like, you know, everything about what that would entail and time away, the, the family, t- everything. They just, they, they were, they had an honest conversation about what that would mean if they decided to take on the business. So our brave boys, our brave men, um, said that they would rather have the time with family yeah. than take on something that was time consuming. Yeah. Um, and pursue what lights them up. Right. 
that literally is what they what they said. Yeah. Like they want to pursue what makes them happy. And they think that it's going to be something that isn't so labor intensive. Like they've both been really into real estate um, and stocks. So they've decided to just throw all of their energy into real estate and stocks instead, basically going into the unknown like both Sam and I have. Yeah. Because they believe now that there's a better way. Like the four of us (laughs) move into this beautiful house. And we're all on the same journey of stepping into the unknown. Starting from scratch. You're starting a new business. I'm starting a new business. The boys are starting their own venture. We're all doing it at the same time. I know. And we're like, you know, (laughs) it's, it's, I just have Frozen 2 songs singing my head. Like, into the unknown. Like, we're so. It's crazy. We're just doing it. We're Elsa just like has penetrated this house. Yeah, <laughs> they've listened to that "Into the Unknown" song. Oh my god! So often every day because the babies are obsessed like, with it, and we're obsessed with it. And you know what? I bet you, seriously, on a subconscious level, they're like, "Show yourself and into the unknown." Like, yeah. How can you not be when you're like listening to us all the time? Yeah. Like this is what we talk about. <laughs> yeah. And Bev too, obviously, right? Yeah. Like all of the men involved have just been listening to all of us saying, There's gotta be a better way. Yeah. You know, like stop with the hustle and grind. Like there's a better way of doing things. And what if you could have more time with your family and make more money than you're making hustling and grinding? You know, like all of these what ifs that we've been pursuing personally. Yeah. That's just we've just keeping our head down, we're pursuing it. And now they're pursuing they're it too. They're doing it too. Yeah. Guys, they're on their own. Like, it's just so cool. They're on their own journey. I don't know. I'm just like... So proud. Very proud. And yeah. I Excited. can't believe we're doing this together. Like, it's just so cool that we are... In a pandemic, no less. Yeah. Yeah. We're bravely, boldly stepping in there and being like, we're, we got this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's and really, really this cool. is their first... This is Mason's first summer off since he was 15, I think. Wow. So it's 15 years for him. Um, enjoying the summer yeah and I mean Bev and Dunk 25 years like they're they're all so pumped for in Canada we have Labor Day or not Labor Day weekend Memorial yeah in May May Memorial Day weekend so it's next month Uh, so it's a long weekend that normally is their busiest weekend like they are just dawn till dusk like giving her at the yard and deliveries and like last year was the most deliveries they've ever had um, in one day, um, because obviously COVID restrictions, no one could come into the yard. So they just were inundated with deliveries. They were getting backup trucks from other, like it was just insane. Anyway. Um, so yeah, it's to go from that to just waking up in the morning and maybe we'll have a, like a little mini family barbecue, you know, like we'll just be like, we're not working. Like they're just so pumped. Hmm. and like mother's day and like all these you know days that everyone else gets off like they don't get those days off you know mother's day father's day like they don't you know so yeah i'm just so happy for them and obviously selfishly super psyched because like they're home now yeah you know like they (laughs) they okay so we have a lot of land around us um, so the land across the way, there's like the, this giant barn. Um, it's actually on Bevan Duncan's property, but there's this stretch of land right off to the side, and it was for the cows back in the day for, to like graze. And I think there was a an orchard there, an apple orchard. Yeah. Anyway, all of that's gone now, so it's just this stretch of grass. 
And so the boys have built like a driving range there. Yeah. Like they've got two pins at either end and they've even built sand traps. Like it's like <laughs> what they're doing now oh, like they're i mean it sounds like all fun and games they've actually been doing we just put windows in on the front and that's been crazy like nick's been working his tail off yeah um you know doing rhinos and stuff like that but they're they are taking it and running with it yeah and having fun with it and in turn i mean i love it because it's showing our boys what's possible yeah right like well they won't know a world where we right Hustle and grind. Where we were in the Matrix. Right. Working. Right. They won't know that. Right. They'll hear our stories of it. Right. But they'll see examples of people doing what they love to do. Right. And making it happen. And money flowing your way because it's what you love. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. What a lesson, right? (sighs) I know. Guys, can you imagine if that's how you started? (laughs) Like, the people around you showed you that the best way to make money and to the make a beautiful life for yourself is to pursue things that you enjoy doing that's your example yeah i know like ah oh, like that just sounds so wonderful oh my god i'm that's so excited program. to sh- like you know show it to them like it's like i can do this let me show you yeah let's program this deeply into their bones yeah. you know it's one of the things actually one of the promises mason and i made to each other when we had george i think when i was pregnant with george was like i one of my major goals with this baby with this person is to instill abundant mentality yeah like i don't want them to think about lack yeah you know which is me i gotta work on that because i still all the time like I was thinking about it today. I'm making fun of myself. I was making an omelet this morning and I was literally scraping the egg out of the bowl that I just mixed it in because I wanted to make sure that I used it all. Like, lack. Like, there's so much up here. Like, it's basic. It goes basic down to scraping eggs. Or like, I'll always leave a little bit of milk left in the fridge because I don't know when we can get more. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, it's always like, I don't know if there's going to be more of that. Okay. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I told you about the goldfish thing. Yeah. Our We have Costco sizes of goldfish because we go through a lot of those Blows gold, my mind. goldfish crackers. We should be clear about. They're, I don't know if everyone all over the world has goldfish crackers. That's so true. we need to be honest about it. Uh, they're these little, like, they're full of vitamins and they're cheesy crackers in the shape of goldfish just put it that way kids love them and parents love giving them to their kids and i remember having them as a kid right and i loved them they're really good but i remember them not this is sounds this just sounds so weird and maybe it was just my perspective right like maybe it was was my perspective but i was like oh i really like goldfish but we could only have them at nana and papa's house they weren't at our house yeah. And I was like, I, I for some reason, believe that they were, we, we couldn't have them. Mm-hmm. Like, they were too expensive. Mm-hmm. And so we have so much goldfish here, and I feel like this, this gives me so, this gives me such an abundant feeling <laughs> that there's, like, goldfish in our cupboard. Because like goldfish our kids, are, like, six or seven dollars at the grocery store. Yeah. For a bag of them. Yeah. So and they I was, were, like, expensive. They were expensive. The we kids were don't see them that way. 
No. Like the boys don't see them that way. They're not like... They throw them around. Like, I know. They're not, I'm like, they're not experiencing wow. lack with goldfish right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's silly, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Like the, the things that are deeply inherent in your belief system show up all, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I feel that way with food. Like I'm like, I don't know when I can get this again, so I should save yeah. it, save it, save it, save it. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, our boys are so lucky that they have like this is the intention that you set for them yes it's very lucky i'm working on it i'm currently working on it this is historical proof you can go back and listen boys (laughs) i am trying my hardest to ensure that you don't feel and this is the the tricky part about it is i don't want i don't want them to feel to be spoiled or i don't want them to be like um they take advantage or take advantage exactly it's like what do you mean this isn't there you know but i'm also kind of like it would be healthy to feel like there's always more yeah so it'll be about being openly communicating about with them about it Mm -hmm. um i feel as though we're nearing the end of our conversation i think so way too yeah okay there's two things i want to mention before we end and that is the next two episodes are going to be guests that we've had the interviews that we've had on the Mm -hmm. podcast so we recorded these interviews the one we recorded weeks ago Mm -hmm. um and the other one we recorded last week Mm -hmm. um but i i thought it was important to have an to explain where we've been for almost two months um so I wanted to release this one first to just explain that we're okay <laughs> um, and why we've been MIA. Um, and then, yes, tell you that we are having guests on the podcast mm-hmm. to really fun interviews. Um, we, we, talk, we do little intros for them, so you can, you can just go and listen to them. Um, but yeah, we're, we're excited because that's another part of our podcast that's changing, right? So we've got ads and we've got guests. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does mean that we are growing and it means that, um, we can bring you people that we find really interesting Mm -hmm. and topics that we aren't knowledgeable about, but want to learn more and why not bring you guys along while we're learning. So we will obviously, obviously still have these conversations. Like it's not going to be all guest based because we really enjoy talking to each other in this way. Um, and, and we really enjoy, um, having this relationship, this intimate relationship with you guys. So this is definitely not going away, but we will have the occasional guest on and we're really looking forward to that part of the growth of our podcast. Mm -hmm. So we hope you can share in that sentiment too. (laughs) We're just, everything is just changing so quickly. Um, oh, I just hit the mic too. Um, yeah. So that's kind of all that I have to say. Mm -hmm. And um, we're very happy to be back. So happy to be back. And we, I will, we will make an effort to um, talk more frequently, <laughs> to yeah. be here more frequently. The babies are away. You can hear that. <laughs> yeah, you hear that. They're not, they're not here today. And there's no boys doing renovations oh, or anything yeah. like that. It's just it's like a quiet house here. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, the babies are at Bev and Dunks right now with, with Mason and they're having fun they're doing fun things so we thought we would it's just a perfect day to record a podcast and keep you all in the loop about what's going on and I can I will continue to do that like as my health hopefully 
progresses. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been great that we mm. feel like we don't feel the pressure to mm. like, you know, perform yeah. or be on, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this look like life. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, you go through seasons and ebbs and flows yeah. and this is the reality of a journey. Mhm right? This is the reality of our manifestation journey. Like we're going to have dives, particularly when you're doing this type of work. Yeah. It's going to happen. Like, and it's not, obviously not the first time that we've taken a hiatus with the podcast and it won't be the last. Right. Like it's going to happen. So thank you for your patience Mm -hmm. with us. Um, And I do feel honored to be able to share kind of these intimate details about what's going on with us with people in this context like, I think it's important to share, to be that vulnerable yeah, and honest and honest and real yeah. about what's going on. So this is what's been going on. Um, nevertheless, though, right? What is that? Nevertheless, she persisted. Hmm. Nevertheless, we are going to keep going with the podcast, with the content, with, you know, all of the fun things like the best is yet to come, right? Like, yes. I'm just excited to document everything. And yeah bring everybody along and I'm just very grateful to have had an audience up until this point thank you for growing with us Mm -hmm. and making it possible for us to include guests and include ads and grow on our own like they're the listeners are making that possible so I'm in a a debt of gratitude and I feel as though we always will be Mm -hmm. with everyone who shares this much time with us we've gone on for now over an hour and a half so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you for listening um yeah that's all i have to say about that yeah <laughs> very forest gump of me um thank you for listening again today and as always we wish you a life of joy and abundance mm. catch you next time bye if this episode touched you or inspired you in any way we would love to hear from you consider us your cheerleaders to your manifestation journey tell us your story You can find us on Insta at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at ourmanifestationjourney.com where we share our resources so you can manifest your dream life. If something in this episode resonated with you, chances are it will with someone else too. So don't stop here. Let's continue the conversation. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag us. We would love to see your aha moments and incredible breakthroughs. You can also subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again for sharing your time with us today. We so appreciate it. Wishing you a life of joy and abundance. The Pike Sisters.